Here we go, here we go. Welcome to Police Pod Talk. Whoop, whoop, it's the police. Don't look in your rearview mirror. This podcast covers the latest police news, along with hitting the hot topics you've been talking about all week. I'm your host, Cleveland. Thank you for joining us. Hey folks, welcome back to Police Pod Talk, and hopefully you had a wonderful weekend, and we'd like to get started on some of the, I guess, craziness that we've been watching go on, unfold here in the last week or so. And today, I am pleased to have on the phone with me, uh, Tynisha, Tanisha uh, Jackson. Uh, did I pronounce that right, or did I mess it up again? It is all right, Tanisha Jackson. <laughs> Tanisha Jackson. She's on the phone with me today, and I'm happy to have her with us. And we're going to discuss several things, but we're going to get to know her just a little bit. And uh, and uh, talk about some of the things that have been unfolding, maybe here recently or maybe in the past, and uh, get her take on it. I mean, she's been sitting around. She's a young person here who uh, has an opinion, and uh, let's see what we got going. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people out there. Okay. My name is Tanisha Jackson. I am born and raised in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. I am married um, to my husband, Mark. Um, we have six children. We're in a blended family. Um, he has three. I have three. So together we have six. Um, it's not quite the Brady Bunch. Um, we have five <laughs> boys and one girl. All right. Um, I, I'm a dancer. Um, I, I enjoy bowling. I enjoy hanging out with friends. Um, I currently work uh, for the Allen County Juvenile Center. Um, I'm actually a student right now, finishing my paralegal degree. Um, should be, I'm on the verge of finishing that in mm-hmm. uh, May of 2021. Um, mm-hmm. 2022, if I decide to continue, um, which I'm thinking I am. So I'm um, just still trying to figure that part out. Um, but yeah, I am mm-hmm. 39 years old. My birthday is in two weeks. Oh, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the big 4 um, <laughs> Uh But yeah. Um, that's a little bit about me. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you a question. You said you're a student and, and what was that a student again? Um, I, um, I do online classes at Purdue Global University to finish my paralegal degree. Okay. And are you looking forward to that? Or are you making you nervous to step out? Oh no, I'm excited. Um, I, my goal is to become a freelance paralegal. Uh Um, I want to start my business online first and solicit attorneys. Mm-hmm. Um, services. So, um, I don't want to work for just one right. attorney. I just want to kind of move around, do other things. Mm-hmm. I want to do different, um, cause you can hold a lot of different positions as a paralegal. Right. Um, and so I could, I'll be a mediator. There's a lot of things I, I want wow. to do with my degree. I don't want to just be in a box. Okay. All right. Well, sound like you're on the move constantly. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm a busybody. Okay, Many now, people would know, <laughs> consider yeah. me a very busy person. Okay, so I know someone's out there thinking, because they heard you say you're a dancer. And yes. you have to think of a policeman's mindset when we hear dancer. Okay. Oh, so you assume, like, exotic. No. <laughs> I um, I used to do praise dance for church. Okay. Um, I danced at school. Um, so dancing is, like, my favorite thing to do outside of work um okay and me and my sister-in-law we we 
you know, if she needs me, we'll dance. Mm-hmm. I'm at a church or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I do praise dance. So that was total opposite, <laughs> way on the oh, other end of the spectrum. Completely opposite. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I know somebody was thinking, and I thought I'd have to go I, ahead and I, say this. I wish. Yeah, no. Oh, my no, goodness. no, no, no. <laughs> so yeah. as as busy as you are, how do I mean, and you said six kids. So that means yes. your, your husband is constantly helping out a lot, right? Um, No, he is... No, um, we have four older. So our youngest children, um, they're 14. Okay. okay. Um, so, well, Nas is, he's actually 15 now, but so we have a 14, 15, an 18 year old. And then we have a, and then you get in a 20. So we have a 21, oh, okay. a 23, and then a 24. So they're older. Okay. Um, they, they, they're more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was our 14-year-old, but right. no, I think it's a tie. Okay. All right. So there we go. Yeah. We a little bit more about you. Okay. And yeah. uh, again, I'm, I'm so happy you said yes, you would speak with us uh, today. Let's get oh, into... Absolutely. Okay. Appreciate it. Let's get into a little bit. I'm going to back up just a little bit before we get into this entire thing about the, the attack on the Capitol Hill. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's back up to this summer. When a lot of things started to unfold a little bit and uh, people's eyes were open to a lot of things, let's talk about, you're in Fort Wayne, let's talk about the uh, march, the protests that we saw with the Black Lives Matter, uh, I don't want to say versus the police, but where the police were involved. Were you downtown and any of that? No. What about your friends? No. Okay, tell me what you felt, saw about that entire thing and what emotions finally came out. Um, I, I feel like everyone should have an entitlement to what they believe and what their goals are, I guess, as far as becoming more unified. Um, obviously history shows that black people have been marching and protesting for years, um, and it sucks that it takes something so dramatic as someone dying um, for people to, oh, let me go back out here and march again. When nothing really has changed other than the fact that it's now recorded or um, the media has brought more attention to it. Um, but really nothing has changed as far as the system goes. I don't, I don't know. I just, I think when people protest, and, and this is my opinion, I feel like sometimes we don't know why we're protesting. Mm-hmm. It is just something to do. Um, it seems like the right thing to do, but when you really don't know what you're doing it and why you're doing it, then that's where all hell can break loose. And right. there's no order. There's nothing like, I, I guess to me, I wanted to know what, what was the goal? Like, I, I get what happened, you know, and, and uh, prayers to the George Floyd family and to the many other families that have felt fallen victim to, you know, police brutality or, you know, anything else. Um, but it didn't happen in Fort Wayne. And I guess for me, when the, the, it, the protest was, was happening, I was just like, it's like we were provoking our own police officers who mm-hmm. has not to, in my opinion, 
I hadn't, they hadn't done anything. Right. And I, and so if you're saying, well, we want to make sure it doesn't happen in Fort Wayne, then that's what the conversation should have been. Not necessarily a pro because what are we protesting? I, I guess for me, I just didn't understand. And so the conversation that I had with my family, um, me and my husband, we, we have a very, very great communication when it comes to the political views and police brutality and things like that. We're always like on the other side of our friends and what, because <laughs> right. I, I guess I'm a realist and I'm just thinking <sighs> it didn't happen here, okay. but yet we're going to go down and, and go to the courthouse and we're going to demand justice for, I, for something that didn't happen here. Like, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I guess I, I'm trying to figure out what type of words I want to use, but I was very confused on the reasoning mm -hmm. other than we didn't want it to happen. Well, we want to make sure it doesn't happen in Fort Wayne. Well, that's great. So how do we make sure it doesn't happen in Fort Wayne? We need to maybe have a conversation with the mayor and say, Hey, is what programs do we have? Or, Hey, let's talk to the police chief and say, Hey, wh what type of training do you guys have? Is there something that we can, you know, have an actual community forum versus, us against you and that that was my take on the protest and that is why i did not participate mm -hmm. um i did not uh, allow my children to participate right unless you knew like you had to tell me you had a valid reason of why you felt like you need to be a part of it mm -hmm. and no one had a valid reason other than just to have something to do hmm. um so yeah that i don't know okay so <laughs> Let me ask you this. When you saw that unfold on TV, when the police officer was holding Mr. Foy down and he eventually passed away, did how did that make you feel? Um, I was angry. Um, I thought um, definitely it was not unnecessary um, because as a student and you learn and you're, you're, you're excited about the law and you want to be a part of the change i just felt like why i guess my i just had the questions of like what why <laughs> like did you did you feel like that was your only way to keep this man down like was to put your knee in his neck mm -hmm. and then him saying that he could not breathe i didn't understand what was so wrong with you just getting off his neck he still can go to jail right. for whatever he did, like allow the process to happen. And I think most times the process is cut short because there are some individuals that choose to not only be the enforcer, but now they want to actually pass the, the law down as well. And I just think if he'd done his job properly to me, would, he would have already been in a squad car going to jail. Right. And then at that moment, the other people take over based on job titles. So I don't know. I just, it, it just wasn't necessary. Right. Okay. So the officer's actions were not necessary for what was going on. Correct. And he could have easily brought that to an end 
Is that how you feel? Absolutely. Okay. So when people were upset by seeing this and they said this this is what's been happening in the black community, this is what's been happening to, to male blacks all these years, and they wanted to get out and march, you didn't feel that was necessary? No. Um, only beca- because to me, it's like this is – this is how I feel. I feel like we shouldn't be marching for because something and that's that was drastic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But that shouldn't be the only reason why we're marching. Like what about the underpaid workers? What about the 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 black man that lost his job simply because he was black and um they've already hired as many blacks as they as they can so now no more blacks in here like what what about i mean it's just so many racial injustice going on i just don't believe that that should be our only reason to march if we're gonna march we should be out here for everything for all of causes not just death and i just i don't know that is i don't know maybe i'm off or (laughs) i just i don't know i just i don't know it's like just like a family you only you get together because there's a funeral like that's the only time we can come together Mm -hmm. because somebody died and now we all get to see each other again like Mm -hmm. normally a reunion happens when there's an event such as death and i don't know and i just feel like a protest should not just necessarily happen because somebody died. Why can't we stop it before that? Why can't we get out here and make it normal to where it's just a normal thing to see another protest, another weekly community forum getting together and just talking about the other issues and like, oh, hey, you know, this young man over here got pulled over for no reason. And I mean, he's alive, but we want to talk about it. Like, why can't we? Talk, you know, protests about this, the current situations because there's many more George Floyds out there that nobody knows about because it wasn't recorded. Hmm. If that wasn't recorded, we wouldn't know about it. Like, and that's just, just my opinion. Right. So you have no problem with a protest. Correct. Okay. But you believe that there's more things you, to be protesting about other than just one tragedy. Correct. All right. So do you think that most people who were involved in this protest, do you think they were holding in a lot of anger from things like, like you said, the person that lost their job or the didn't get the equal pay or was not allowed to be hired because there were too many minorities in their company? Do you think all of that was like boiling over and holding in? And then when the George Floyd thing happened, they decided to just go out and march for Everything was underlying in that. I think that I think that is, is possible. Absolutely, I, I feel like you know individually, you know, you should always obviously do something because you want to do it. Um, and there's a lot of followers, obviously, um, that just do it just to do it. I don't believe in protesting when you don't have a reason, you don't have a cause, you don't know why. You're just out here shouting words but then you go back home and you you kick up your feet and you chill like (laughs) it it can't just be 
you can't put yourself to me in a forefront and then go home and and do nothing okay. like it just doesn't start and stop at a protest mm -hmm. there's so many things you have to keep doing right and i think it it's it, that's what I, I think for me right. is baffling when there, what are you doing after right. the protest? So I'm going to ask you this. What have you seen just here in Fort Wayne? And if you know anything nationally, say so. But what have you seen any changes that have made or happened since this uh, protesting for Mr. Floyd? Um, well, I mean, as far as, as far as my job, I mean, they've done a lot of, um, you know, just trying to have like different webinars to attend, different trainings for diversity and inclusion, um, ways to um, open up a, a, a forum to to talk about racial injustice and um, making sure that um, you you feel safe and comfortable speaking on uncomfortable convers you know, having an mm -hmm. uncomfortable conversation. Right. Um, as far as Fort Wayne goes, I believe, um, like Mayor Tom Henry has, you know, pushed out the new agenda as far as in making the diversity and inclusion training mandatory for like all officers or mm -hmm. something like that. Um, so, which I think, go, go ahead. which I think is great, but again, that to me, like, I don't know. I guess it should have already been done. Right. Okay. With that, what you're saying that, that it should have already been done. But if George Floyd never happened, do you think we would be doing these things now? Do you think we, I mean, I'm going to back that up. Do you think it was because of what happened to George Floyd that these new programs are coming out? The mayor is making different things happen. Do you think it was because of him or do you think it was because of, the reaction um, after what happened to George Floyd. I think I'm, uh, hopefully that makes sense to you. It does make sense. I believe it's the reaction because like I said, there's the only reason why we know about George Floyd is because it was recorded. There's mm -hmm. many, many other George Floyd's that has happened. So the march was necessary. The protest was necessary. <laughs> it, okay. So, and 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 to to really stand on what I mean, I don't from from my from my point of view, I don't feel like it was necessary for me to protest. Okay, I don't believe that because I did not have, I guess, uh, what I want mm -hmm. to happen. Right. I, like I don't, I didn't have an agenda. I would say. All right. So to me, I would just literally be out there sh shouting <laughs> and I don't have a, there's no, cause I don't want to sound like I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't want to sound like what happened was just whatever it moved, mm -hmm. but I, I'm, I'm more for the ones that we don't know about because we all, we can't be that naive to believe that this has not ever happened before. Right. It has. We just don't know about it. It mm -hmm. wasn't recorded. So that's, for me, it's like, how can I get out here and shout for something that I really 
don't have, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like, I, I don't know. I just, I have a hard time. Okay. That, hey, that's fine. That's, that's I, clue fine. For something that I don't like, <laughs> right. well, if I don't have an agenda, like I need to say, Hey, we need to, I'm pushing for police training because I know for a fact, police are not trained properly. Like I have to know the facts of that. I have right. to have proof of that for me to fight for that. Right. And to me, we, I, we don't even know what, what the police officers are able to do are not able to do. We don't know what type of trainings that they're involved in. And mm. like, who, they, they have a boss. They don't just get to go out here and just mandate the streets. And if they do, then that's a problem with the boss. Like who, how do we get to that person and how do we fix that? Right. And how, you know, there, to me, there are steps mm. and, and we're, we will be fighting a, a crazy fight. If we're not getting, I'm more, matter of fact, this is what I want to say. I'm more for getting to the, just get to the part, to the point, to the person that we need to talk to. Mm -hmm. So if that's the police chief, that's what we need to be talking to. Right. That's what we need to have a conversation with. So do we need to protest against all the police officers? That's not fair. Like I know great police officers. Mm -hmm. So I cannot put all police officers in the same umbrella and say, um, Oh, all you police officers, y'all don't care. Y'all are against black people. Like, why? What? That makes no sense. Right. That man that did what he did to George Floyd, that was his individual choice, whatever. I don't believe it had anything to do with police training. Mm. I mean, I think he didn't tap into it, but something, I don't know if he was frozen or if he just was like, hmm. I want to do this. We don't know what was in, was going through his mind. Right. Um, I got you. And not to give him a pass, he definitely was wrong. Mm -hmm. And then we, you know, my thing would be is we we gotta let the process happen. Now, if this man walk away and and he's not charged with with murder, then there, then there we got another problem. That's another <laughs> conversation. But right. it needs to go to the proper person. Mm -hmm. I think we we put we lump everybody together, and that's just so unfortunate. Right. And then all these other officers who's doing their job correctly are now in fear. And now they have to sit here and watch their back. And it's just crazy. Like, I, I don't know. You're right. Now, since this has happened and you've been at work around people, you know, or you maybe thought you knew. Have you had an opportunity to have some uncomfortable conversations? Yes, we have. I've had um, I've had several uncomfortable conversations. Um some people feel um, like it's a sensitive topic. Um, so they're not really sure how to have the conversation. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not ever offended by someone's views because you, everyone has a right to their own opinion. Right. Um, but it's, it's a way to deliver you know, your opinion. Uh -huh. um, if you're not just looking, you had to look me dead in my face and say, Tanisha, I don't like you because you're black. And I probably wouldn't even be offended. I'd probably be like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> your opinion. Um, it's not going to change what I do and how I speak and how I go about my day. And if I have an opinion, I should be able to address, you know, say it as well. Um, so we haven't had any like crazy uncomfortable conversations but we we have had conversations to allow people to feel like 
you can say that it's okay. Like, because I think sometimes black people need to also give permission to Mm -hmm. other people to let them know, like, Hey, it's okay. You can, we can talk about it. Right. Like I'm, I've never like looked at something like, ah, what, what, what do you guys say? I know you got something to say. <laughs> like, not doing that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we could beat that up for a while. So we're going to move mm-hmm. on, okay? <laughs> we, we just, we, there's no right or wrong answer. I just wanted to know how you felt about Absolutely. it. And, and we're good Absolutely. with that. I'm going to ask you now, and as things have unfolded, and we this has been on the news every day, and we've been watching it, and uh, everybody has an opinion about it. I'm just asking yours. The attack on Capitol Hill. I mean, did you mm-hmm. see it from start to finish, or did you just happen to pick it up? Uh, I, better yet, let me let you tell it. This is one of these times where someone will say, hey, do you remember when, and where were you at when? And they always yeah. remember. Yeah. So go ahead and tell your story. Go right ahead. Um, so my opinion as far as what happened I'm at the Capitol, um, I think it's very similar to what happened here in Fort Wayne. Um, I, I believe there was some good intention with those, with some people wanting to protest. Now, I, I don't understand their reasoning, seeing that the president lost. I mean, you, you're protesting the votes. So, and that's fine if that's whatever. Um, but there was other groups in there that wanted to do more than just protest. Um, so I think it lumped everybody together because if you were there, now you are part of the vandalism. You are part of the, um, the problem and you could have just simply been there because it's an experience. You could have just been there because you really believe that someone cheated and didn't count the votes correctly. And you really, you know, really want to push the agenda for your president. I mean, there could have been a lot of, I'm sure there was a lot of people there on their own personal views and actually being peaceful. But then there's the the groups that I believe were the ones that when Donald Trump had his, he made the comment about stand down and the good old boys, those to me, the ones breaking in tearing up those were the good old boys that he told to stand down and to wait pretty much wait a minute because i'm i'm calling you here in a minute and that's what happened in my opinion Mm -hmm. and so now the ones that actually went there they're now embarrassed they don't want to talk about it but you 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 pretty much told your family you was going so now they're asking you so i don't know i got different kind of views on you know I don't think they all were there in one group. I think obviously different groups went and just different things happened, but we lumped them all together as right. all bad people. Right. Um, so when, yeah. you, when you saw what was happening to the Capitol Police and the different police officers who were being atta- actually attacked mm-hmm. and run over, uh, what did you think of that? It was ridiculous. That was re- that was It was sad. Um unnecessary um i just i felt like it was a lack of preparation from from the the whoever orders the police officers to come out um to to protect the the capital i think it was just 
I don't know. It was just chaotic. I just didn't understand. Um, it was very, it was very disheartening though to see um, that on TV. Mm-hmm. And then you believe now when you're watching some of the protests for Black Lives Matter and you're watching the protest uh, for on Capitol Hill, did mm-hmm. they kind of look the same to you? The behavior? Um, yes, because again, you don't, if I, if my group, if I say, okay, we, we have 10 black women and we're going to go, we're protesting because we are fighting for blah, blah, blah. And we are just us 10 women. We're together. We don't know these other people. So if you, if another group comes with a different agenda, again, you're all lumped together. And I think that's what happened in both of the protests. Mm-hmm. So there in the black lives matter. Yes. There was many that was simply there to protest peacefully and then stuff happens, stuff get vandalized and now it's everybody. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing happened at the Capitol. Some were peaceful, but so soon as the window got broken in, as soon as somebody got shot, everybody was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. But it it looked the same to me. The only difference was there was more police, obviously, out. They were more prepared for the Black Lives Movement. They were very prepared. They didn't even get as far. It was on the Lincoln steps. Like, you're not coming up here. Like, they were out there ready and armed. But at the Capitol, there was no police. And, And that was very different. But then it was like, this is... Who's the president right now? <laughs> like this is Donald Trump. So this is this was his order. And so he called for this protest. He called for his people to come out. So he also controlled the police. Hmm. So the there's a very big difference. I think if there was a different leader, then I think the, the protest would have been different. But it's not. It's who who it is. This this guy, he controlled all that. So just like he he knew about the Black Lives Matter protest. So guess what? He put his police out there. He knew about this protest and told his police to stay back for a minute. Like just chill. They they're gonna be peaceful. And yeah, and that. So I, it's Donald Trump controlled both of those hmm. events. Period. Hmm. Okay. I I. I... I'm just asking. (laughs) (laughs) Do it sound like I'm aggressive? No, I'm, hey. (laughs) You might get me scared to ask another question. (laughs) What did you, what did you feel it? I was like, ooh, I'm getting a little heated. No, that's okay. That is quite all right. No. What did your family think of it? I mean, I'm sure you've got grown children. Did they have an opinion on this at all? Um, They actually don't. Um, I have my, my oldest son, he is, um, his religion, um, he's a Jehovah's witness and he, he does not follow any of the politics. Like he just don't, Hmm. it's just not his thing. I mean, he, so he will not have an opinion. Um, and my other boys are boys and not really, (laughs) they more into other stuff. Right. They probably barely watched the news. Right. Um, my daughter, who's 14, is was actually 
um, very involved and she's very opinionated. And um, so it's very interesting to talk to her um, because she's just like, wow, like, mom, did you see that? And, you know, and she was like, the lady got shot and they mad at her for getting shot, but she's trying to go through the Capitol. And like, <laughs> you know, right. so, so just hearing her and, and her thoughts was very, was, was cool. Um, but, but yeah, we don't really, we don't sit around and have a, like a political debate in mm-hmm. the house. Not like that. It's more right. just if it's on TV, which I really try not to watch as much, mm-hmm. um, of that mess. Um, because it is a mess. It's very chaotic, and it's going to take a long time to get this country in order. Um, but it takes with every individual, you know, taking that that oath to do to to be kind and to be better. Right. So, with that being said, give me what do you think? I mean, we're going to be swearing in a new president here real soon. Mm-hmm. Give me what you think it's going to take to make some changes in people's minds and hearts? Oh, a lot of prayer. <laughs> right. um, I don't know. I just think it's, it's damaged. The country is definitely damaged. Um, and it's completely divided. Um, but just, I don't want to see um, people being appointed positions based on color and gender and we gotta you know close up this gender gap or we gotta close up the diversity gap you know i do it for the right reasons and if it's the right reasons then this country will you know it'll shift that the laws need to be changed there's a lot of i I just think the the folks sitting inside congress right now should have been replaced a long time ago um but you know these lifetime um senators and, and and house of representatives these these representatives i mean they they gotta go there's a lot of people that gotta go and i think until those people are out of the seat we're gonna still see a little bit of the same mm-hmm. because you need to change some of the laws first mm-hmm. um because we can we can all sing kumbaya and and do all that but it's not gonna change anything because a prosecutor can't do anything without the laws, right? Right. So if I charge you with a crime and based on the law, I can only, you know, it only can go so far years wise or, or it got to be this level of offense or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the judge, it's up to the judge to interpret the laws, right? right? So then if there's, crooked judges or judges that got their own agenda and they're like, you know, cause I just, I just feel like we could be sitting in the same seat for a long time because we have many positions that are lifetime when they really need to be terms. Right. Um, so I, so I just feel like if we can get, if we have to reelect presidents, I don't know why in the world we, we are holding on to the same people as far as, like our Supreme Court justices. I think that's great. Like if they could, you know, obviously I think 10, 15 years is cool, but anything after that, I think they just, that's just too long Mm -hmm. to be dealing with the same person, the same mindset, because they're still human. 
Right. Um, but yet they're the ones that get to dictate um, how to interpret the law. And I just I just find that baffling. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to back you up. You said something and I saw um, President-elect Biden has mm-hmm. been doing a lot of appointing different people to different places. Mm-hmm. And you made a comment that just because of their race or gender that they're in this position, only pick the people that are in the right position. Do you believe that he is picking people right now just to fill a gap and make people happy? I don't. I don't know. That that's. I mean, I hope not. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think that's possible. Um, and I would hate that because we also need the experience. You know, I, I, it doesn't matter what color or race you are. If you don't belong in this seat, you don't belong in this seat. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely don't. I really hope not, but I wouldn't be shocked if it, if it was like that, hmm. I would, I wouldn't be shocked. Right. I think even him, you know, with Kamala Harris as the, the next vice president, I, I mean, I still have my opinion on, you know, that, um, well, that you, you have your opinion on it. Don't say it. <laughs> no. um, I, 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 I mean, I think that was his only way he was going to win. Oh. Um, if if Biden would have chose anybody else, Trump would be the next. He would be the president again. Hmm. And I and I just, I don't know. I just think a black woman, and, and forget just that she's black, a woman, <laughs> like. She's strong-willed, strong-minded, uh, prosecutor. Like she hmm. got a lot of. She's been around for a long time, and I think she got a lot of weight to her. And I just, I think any other choice he would have made would have been, um, he it wouldn't have been as successful because hmm. he barely won for him by himself. So I mean, he was probably our best candidate, but he he definitely, and that's just the lesser of the evils. I mean, obviously. Um, I'm happy that Trump is out of the seat, but I'm not necessarily happy that Biden is about to be our president. Right. I don't, I don't think he is. Um, I mean, I think he's fit because he's, he's a political figure. He's been in politics his whole life. So Donald Trump is a businessman. So completely different backgrounds and mm-hmm. they, you know, different, but right. Now, you said something about being qualified for the position, and you just rattled off a lot of stuff (laughs) for Harris. And do you think that she would actually – forget the fact that she's black. Right. Okay. Do you think that she's qualified for that spot? I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. So – but you feel that by her being in that spot, that actually kept Biden – in the spot he's in right now. Oh yeah, I I agree. I do. I okay. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not against what she's done. I think she's done a lot, and there's a lot of negative things she's done. And I mean, she brought that up herself. But mm-hmm. um, I think him making the choice that he made was his only option okay. to to win. To win. Okay. All right. <laughs> gotcha. Well, hey, you say what you how you feel. That's quite all right. Yeah. That's quite all right. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw. I don't want to know who because we can kind of okay. guess. But you did vote, right? I did. Okay, wait. You don't I have did. to say who. I'm just. And, I uh, did. You, I voted, and I I voted for for Biden. I voted for uh you know for the ticket of him and Colum- uh, 
uh, Kamala Harris, um, mm-hmm. but um, I wasn't, it wasn't a, a happy vote. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more just like Donald Trump has to go. <laughs> it was like, there's, this is no other option. And then right. I also, you know, you go into the House of Representatives and, and then into the Senate and you know, you it doesn't stop with the president. And I right. think a lot of people just go and vote strictly for the president and then get off the booth mm-hmm. you don't care about the rest of the ticket but you have to right like like the president is simply a spokesperson for the united states they cannot do anything without congress mm-hmm. they they need both right. house and the senate like without it it's <laughs> it's dead so mm-hmm. i think a lot of people once and i think this was the 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 term that it woke up a lot of people. So I could say Donald Trump, you know, he he definitely needed to go. But if it wasn't for him, a lot of people wouldn't have been voting. Right. right. Um, so you can look at it that way as well. But because mm-hmm. you because people didn't realize, like, it ain't just him. Right. <laughs> right. You know, you hear Mitch McConnell, everybody like, he got to go. <laughs> yeah, everybody tired of him. Right. You so, know, but it's like it, it opened up everybody's eyes on who's in this seat that really has to go. Even just listening to the people defending Donald Trump is annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like, y'all, <laughs> just because he's a Republican. Right. That's crazy. Okay. So I'm going to take you back because mm-hmm. you're saying something now that I asked you about earlier. Mm-hmm. George Floyd, mm-hmm. as bad as that situation was, and there was protesting, and there was marches, and there was Black Lives Matter. There was still some good that came out of all of that, in spite of all the marching and the, the yelling at the police and things like that. And that he, I'm going to ask you that, yes or no? Was there some good that came out of it? Yeah, okay. yes. Okay, now I'm going to move fast forward. We're talking about uh, the president. As bad as all these things that he has done and said, and this whole attack on the Capitol— do you believe there's some good that is going to come out of that in the long run? Yes. So, okay, that's kind of what I wanted to say. I mean, yes, you may not agree with the protesting and not having a real reason why they protested, but there's still right. some good that came out of it. Right. Okay. And the attack on the Capitol, as bad as it was, and there's still some things yet to come out of that, Right. There was still, you said it yourself, there were people there who were protesting and had no intention of doing what some of the people did. Right, right. And when I saw them assisting the one officer that was being beaten, and there were some people that finally got him up and out of that, there's still some good people out there. Do you believe there's still oh, good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And I'm asking and just you. Who, and just because of who you are voting for whoever you know whatever reason that you feel like you want to follow donald trump that is your reason like it doesn't change you um or at least for me it doesn't make me look at you any different i mean i may hmm, kind of look at you side eye if we're talking about it. it it has to be a particular conversation because um hearing that you know okay so if he said um i like literally out of his mouth was, yeah, I didn't allow black people to move into the Trump Towers because black people tear up stuff. Like him saying that, I even was like, hmm, 
well, a little truth in there. <laughs> but he's so blunt with it. It's mm -hmm. like, how do you not listen? Like, he's being honest. Doesn't say that he was just straight up racist and he don't like black people. He had a, he must had a, some type of experience with having black people inside his Trump Towers at one point. And they tore up his house. I, I don't, I mean, you know, tore up the, the place. I don't, so it's like certain conversations and then you, you, you have to get people's interpretation on it. Mm -hmm. So if you're okay with that kind of conversation or with him saying, you know, uh, women are stupid. And if you can hear him say that, and then you're a woman and you vote for him, I'm confused. It's like, what? He just said women are stupid. Oh, he didn't mean it. like you, you put yourself into a place of defending his mess. Mm -hmm. And that I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. I think everyone has a right to their opinion. But when you are trying to just make sense out of nonsense, it just, I, I can't follow you then. <laughs> I got you. So, though, let me get a yes or no out of you on this one because I'm sure someone's thinking this. Just because you're Republican doesn't mean you agreed with everything Donald Trump had to say, right? <sighs> um, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. I don't think. I don't think so. Okay, because the reason I'm asking it because you said you voted as you voted for Biden, but you're right. not that hundred percent comfortable with him. Right. Right. So, okay. <laughs> so just because you voted for Biden doesn't mean you're all behind him. Oh, so, correct. Right. So someone correct. who voted as a Republican maybe voted saying, okay, maybe he'll do a good job, but I'm not, as time went on, I'm not 100% behind him anymore. Right. And okay. I think for, if you're in that seat, and, and this go, these are for the political people that are in, like they're the actual representatives or the senators, you, you also are human and you also know what's right and what's wrong. And you also have a moral obligation for your state that you're representing. And so when you hear something so ignorant and so just outlandish and you still protect it simply because you're a Republican, I, that I don't agree with. Okay. I, I don't think you, you don't have to dish your party, but you do need to say, Hey, he's wrong. Republican or not Democrat or not like he's wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think that for me, that's, that's where I'm at. Like I'm, I'm, I voted for, for Biden, but no, I don't agree with everything he has on his agenda. I think at one point he's done some things he had no business doing. He said some things he had no business saying. Um, but, hey, if you've been in the political limelight your whole life, I'm pretty sure people got plenty of tapes that they can't wait to pull out <laughs> when necessary. So I don't know. Right, right. I got you. <laughs> Uh, my final question to you here is this. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about a lot of police stuff, but this all bleeds into it also. Mm -hmm. What is your opinion on the different uh, reaction towards police uh, when, the, when the Blue Lives Matters came out during um, Blue versus the Black Lives Matter in the first protest versus are you hearing anything about Blue Lives Matters now when we clearly saw policemen being run over and beaten what is your take on that i have not heard anything about the blue lives matter i haven't seen any necessarily any protests for it i'm not against it um uh one way or the other i think when when black lives matter started um 
that it wasn't just just Black Lives Matter. Um, it was basically like all lives matter, right. but until we recognize Black Lives Matter, then like what are we doing? It was like just hey, hello, we're over here. Mm-hmm. Black people are dying. Black people are being treated unfairly. I mean, hello, we already went through the slavery. We already <laughs> been through being hosed and lynched and um, you, you, Barton King marched, I mean, clearly, um, and it wasn't just Martin. It was many, many others that marched and fought and went to jail and got beat over and over by other white people or other, or police officers or whoever. So it was just like, Hey, finally we have a movement that can just unify us all together. And then it was just like, well, what about police? Well, what about, no one said, forget the police. That's not, that wasn't to me the the ideal behind Black Lives Matter. It was just simply Black lives, we have to matter if you say all lives matter. Like, it just, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But as far as the blue lives matter, like I haven't really seen any, I'm not against the protest for it, but I haven't seen any. Right, but have, uh, they're not. What I'm, I think, what I'm asking you is, here after the attack on the Capitol, mm-hmm. have you heard anyone saying "Blue Lives Matter"? No, I haven't. Even though they've been attacked, they actually flat out attacked the police. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I think, again, that takes up who's who's willing to go to bat for for that cause, who's willing to stand up and say, hey, blue lives matter. Police officer lives matter. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) What am I forgetting to ask you? Because, I mean, like you said, you was fired up there for a little bit. Is there something (laughs) I did not ask you that you've been holding on to waiting to say? Um, no, um. Really, um, no, I think I've said everything I wanted to say or address um, based on the questions that was asked. Okay. All right. <laughs> and, again, you work in an area where you're constantly seeing, um, I want to say, uh, crime and law and order and things like that, right? You work at the uh, Allen County Juvenile Center, right? Correct. So you're seeing young people come through the system who need a little bit of guidance and some uh, direction, right? Correct. Okay. What is it about that that you think can help so that we don't have George Floyd's? Mm. Um. Um. <laughs> That's a, I don't... I don't know. Like there's there's so many dynamics when it comes to a juvenile. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. There. Well, let me narrow it down. Do you truly believe that where you're at with young people coming through your doors, is that the start of it? Is that the place we really need to be focusing a lot of our attention on to make sure we don't have George Floyd's? Yes and no. Um, yes, because 
we could be and, and as far as I, I believe in the vision that we have set forth um I and mean, we have a great um we got great leaders um within the juvenile center um so the 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 goal is obviously is to um rehabilitate and to um deter them from entering the adult system that's that's the goal mm -hmm. is to get them back on track because obviously if they made it to us um something happened right um not necessarily um it needs to it, it's bad um it, everything happens for a reason in my opinion um but it's just what do we do with that time that we have them um and i i believe that we're doing um great things to prevent them from uh, going back in, out into the world or to to the community um empty-handed and and then what i mean is the the instilling more onto their character teaching them about you know being a young black man out here um there's mentors there's um, probation officers aren't just, you know, handed down the law and, and writing violations. Mm -hmm. They're talking, they're, they're mentoring, they're, they're caring. Um, and that those are, are all new changes. Those are all new, a part of the, the new leadership and the vision that we have. Um, but I also think it starts with elementary. Um, it starts with, you know, having these tough conversations while they're little. You know, making right. sure, you know, the parents have resources and, and and mentorships, you know, for the single parents or, you know, the, the fatherless homes or the motherless homes or, you know, the children that's in foster care. What about those kids, and, mm -hmm. you know, that's lost in the system? What are we doing with those children that, you know, just because they're the, not at the juvenile center don't mean there's they're not lost out there. So, I mean, I just think it, it, they, it has to start when they're young. Um, and and it, it needs to be fed to them almost like feeding them lunch and breakfast and dinner. You know, it needs to be fed mm -hmm. to their spirit to understand that, you know, life is hard and, and you're going to be faced with some challenges, but you don't have to go this route. Um, there's a different route, hmm. but the path has to be there because if you're just out here and there's a lot of young people that's just out on their own um, and we've seeing thousands of stories where they're just out here trying to make it where was their path who who how did they get there mm -hmm. so it just it, it's a lot right um that, that could be a whole nother conversation <laughs> a whole another podcast you know, you know oh yeah absolutely <laughs> on on the guidance of juveniles and how how did they make it to the juvenile center and how right. can we keep them from making it to the juvenile center so it's just i don't know right Right. So I'm going to have to call you on another day for that one. <laughs> and I'll be willing to talk. <laughs> okay. Hey, one final story. Somebody told me a story about mm -hmm. a young man, and we don't want any names or anything, about a okay. young man that you had to deal with who was a small kid mm -hmm. uh, who supposedly from the back seat covered his mother's eyes while she was driving a car. Mm -hmm. Is that true? That is true. <laughs> so, and he ended up in front of you. Yes. So <laughs> is yes. there something to help somebody understand that you can't cover your parents' eyes while they're driving? <laughs> yeah, that, that's to me, and that's a parenting issue. That is, I I wouldn't dare. I, that would have never crossed my mind <laughs> for my mother driving, ever. 
<laughs> to let me just to do that. Like without at that moment immediately getting beat down. <laughs> like so yeah, that is that is a parenting issue for sure so the kid he made it to you but if that was you you would have never made it to the acjc yeah he would have never yeah he wouldn't have made it oh no oh no oh, he no. would have i would have still been driving because he still he would have he would have got beat while i was driving like i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have pulled over i wouldn't have stopped i wouldn't have asked him no questions he would be tore up in the front seat while i'm still driving like, oh, yeah, I heard he had yeah. to come before you, and you yeah. kind of had to set him straight. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I had to tease yeah. you about that when I heard that story. <laughs> I thought, oh, boy. <laughs> yes, that was interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, he yeah, it's not so tough when you, you're in, the right, in front of the right person. Oh, so. my goodness. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> well, I do appreciate you taking the time out talking to us. And, like I said, I'm going to yeah. have to reach out to you because if there's another mm -hmm. side and – we can help young people. We can help any young person. Absolutely. Uh, change their lives before we get to these points. Uh, it would help in the long run. I mean, we can. you can almost predict this is going to happen. Things like these will happen. We will have marches. We will have protests. And we will have people damaging property or fighting the police if we don't fix it when they're young. Okay? Like yes. Said, that's going to be a whole nother podcast on that one. Yes. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being with us. Yes, and, no uh, problem. Speaking your mind straight from your heart, and uh, that's what we want. We don't want you hiding yes. anything. You say what you got to say, which is quite Absolutely. all right. Thank I you. do. <laughs> I, and I, I do. I, <laughs> I appreciate you being here and appreciate you listening. And, folks, we will catch you again next week on Police Pod Talk. Thanks again for hanging out with us. Remember, you can always go to policepodtalk at gmail.com or check us out on Facebook at Cleveland Junior our police pod talk. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.